2021 has been a year of dominance. A year of surprises. And a year of re-establishments. Stars have been made. And memories to last a lifetime. Tonight, we honor the best and worst of 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, Max Wrestling presents the fifth annual Maxi's Awards. Welcome to the Maxi's Awards 2021, the only match wrestling event which takes place on a Sunday. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, it feels weird to come to you on a weekend, but uh, here we... Actually, you know what? We originally started on Sundays. Um, when in like... 20, what was it? 20... When, when the fuck did we start? 2015. <laughs> um, we used to record on Saturdays and then it aired on a Sunday, so... Um, Bananas. Yeah. The fifth annual Maxis Awards because who the fuck needs the Slammies? And the right. biggest difference between the Maxis and the Slammies is that the Maxis are not rigged. <laughs> rigged. They are voted is by... Are the Slammies even happening this year? I don't know because it didn't happen for years and then they randomly brought it back last year. <laughs> yeah, it was a very weird thing. <laughs> last um, year it wasn't even... I know for a while it was on Raw, wasn't it? Yeah, I think just because last year with the pandemic, they were like, we need something to do. Let's do the Slammies again. Let's let... But joining me also in tuxedos for this glorious occasion to present these awards is, of course, the other half of the Kappa Mo Show, Moses Marquez, El Jefe, the television champion. And joining us also is the world champion, Chad Malcolm. Hello, hello. Tap of the morning. So let's get straight into it. Who wants to announce the well the nominees for the first award, which is Breakthrough of the Year? I'll start. All right. Who? Let's let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. First award, Breakthrough of the Year. So the nominees are Indy Hartwell, Jungle Boy, Chris Statlander, Almost, Piper Niven or Dewdrop, and Ty Conti. Yeah, I had to write her as Piper Niven. I couldn't bring myself to write Dewdrop. I, I can't say I blame you. <laughs> it, it, it definitely took a toll on my soul to say Dewdrop. All right. Those are the nominees. Um, it's the only award with like six nominee, uh, seven nominees this year because there was just too many choices for uh, breakout stars. Seriously. Um, however, the results are pretty conclusive. And the majority of you voted for the winner, which is Jungle Boy. That should be no surprise. No. Yeah, that's the right choice. What a meteoric rise. Oh, yeah, and he's and he's still climbing. Yeah, and he's still but, so young. The fact that he's, like, silently climbing while, like, guys like MJF and Darby are, like, constantly mainstay, it's... I have a funny feeling Jungle Boy is going to be the first one to be world champ out of all of them. Mm. Yeah, we were talking on Max this past week, not this past week, last week, about the young studs in AEW and our MJF is like, what, 22, uh, Jungle Boy's 24. Mm-hmm. These fucking young Thundercats making me feel old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll leave this one up to chat then. The next award. Next award is the Tag Team of the Year. And the nominees are Good Brothers, Lucha Bros, MSK, The Usos, and The Young Bucks. Last year was FTR. There we go. Um, the Young Bucks won it in, oh, it was Undisputed Era in 2019, so Young Bucks must have won it in 2018. Wow. And this year, the Tag Team of the Year goes to... Lucha Bros. Oh, the Lucha Bros. Followed very closely by the Young Bucks. Uh, sorry, by the Usos. Wow, really? Uh, Bucks, Bucks were third place. 
So yeah, it was actually back Shocking. and forth for a while there between Lucha Bros and Usos, but congratulations to Lucha Bros are this year's Tag Team of the Year. Oh yeah. Uh, they've certainly broken out in AEW. <clears throat> oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if you already didn't know about Phoenix and Pentagon, yeah, they did their tag oh, team. Yeah. Uh, especially that fucking cage match against the Bucks. Yeah, which is up for match of the year later. Um, I, I like the fact that this year's Tag Team of the Year Occur, have been feuding for a while now with last year's tag team of the year, FTR. Mm hmm. Mm. A long feud, baby. Long, drawn out stories. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this next award. The next award is Worst Angle of the Year. Oh, there's some stinkers. Yeah, it's one of some hot ass garbage. All so, right. nominees for Worst Angle of the Year are Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Charlotte Flair versus Lacey Evans. Damien Priest versus The Miz. Uh, oh, <laughs> Ava Marie's return. <laughs> and Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Oh. Jesus Christ, those are all hot garbage. Yeah. I don't even remember Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Right? <laughs> I and like, then, I like, slip that in my mind. I don't think I need to point out that they're all WWE angles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh boy, okay. Um, before I announce the winner, let me just say very close second place by literally one vote was Charlotte versus Lacey. That's what oh, I would have thought would have won. Um, the winner, though, of worst angle of the year is the return of Eva Marie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so pointless, for it? So pointless, so unwanted. Just get the fuck in the bin. Get in the bin. <laughs> Yeah. Get in the bin and stay there. <laughs> um, that, literally, the only good thing that it brought was Piper Niven, but unfortunately, she came with a stupid new name. Dewdrop. So bad. I feel like that's like something like John Cena would say in the middle of a rap. <laughs> it is, yeah. Terrible. Mm -hmm. um, who was it recently, though? It was it Mark Henry that complained about her name. I, I agree with him. But his reason didn't make sense because uh, Dewdrop's a thing. It's not, it's not a name, so I... Yeah, but, like, you got Rock. Right. <laughs> like, you know, Rock is a thing, but he's, <laughs> he's also a name. Uh, let's see, who else was another You got one? Undertaker, uh, which isn't a person. It's a, an occupation. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, think of all the goddamn gimmicks. <laughs> Doink the Clown. You know, if I can... T.L. Hopper. Yeah. Um, Paul Bearer, which isn't a real name. It's the name of the person who carries the coffin. Which is just genius, by the way. Mm -hmm. It really is. <laughs> um, I remember m my granddad one year catching me watching a an Undertaker match, an old Undertaker match. I think it was 90s. And he was just saying, come and look at this. They got a character called The Undertaker. And he's got a Paul Bearer in his corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to take a break from the awards and go to our first championship match of the night, which is Knowledge Championship. Now, um, Ryan Sutcliffe did win the vote. However, he's unable to appear. Therefore, it goes to the next person in line, which is conveniently the world champion who's with us today, Chad Malcolm. Um, get to reignite your feud with the Phoenix. This a regular thing between me and the Phoenix now. Phoenix is a regular thing. He keeps feuding with Moses too. <laughs> I was going to say. That's what I was saying. He's trying to copy me. 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. Okay. For the Knowledge Championship. And your time... Click the pen. Starts. Hmm. Now, Jerry Lawler is from which Tennessee city? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Pass. Memphis. Scotty Too Hotty and Grandmaster Sexy formed which tag team? Pass. Too cool. How many times has John Cena won the US Championship? Three. Five. Which faction contained Wade Barrett, Mason Ryan, and Justin Gabriel? 
the Nexus. Yep. Who did yeah. Xavier Woods defeat to become King of the Ring? Finn Balor. Yes. Time is up. You score two. Yeah, you were going to say the, the core. Yeah. <laughs> See, if I hadn't added Mason Ryan, it could have been either one yeah, of those yeah, answers. Yeah. I thought you said Ezekiel Jackson for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. All right, then. That, that old chestnut. Yeah. And your 30 seconds starts now. John Cena is from which US state? Massachusetts. Yes. Super Showdown was originally in what country? Uh, Australia. Yes. In what year did Triple H win King of the Ring? Uh, 97. Yes. A.W. Serena Deeb was once a member of which faction in WWE? Uh, Straight Edge Society. Yes. Which of The Rock's movies co-starred Johnny Knoxville? Time's up. You can finish this question. Uh, um... <sighs> I bet you can see it, can you? I'm th- I'm thinking it was like the run down the left of the jungle or something, but that was that stiffly. was uh, stiffly. Yeah, it was walking tall. All right. But you scored four, which mm. is a good score for thirty seconds. Only got yeah. the last one wrong. Mm. Uh, congratulations to the Phoenix, winning four two and retaining the knowledge championship. Uh, making 128 days as knowledge champion, which is by my calculations one, two, three, four. Currently, the sixth longest reign as knowledge champion out of 12. So he's halfway there. But uh, it's going to take some doing to beat Mike's all time record of 628. <laughs> yeah, it's my show. <laughs> Let's get back into the awards. And the next award is Pay-Per-View of the Year. This one goes over to Chad. The nominees are WrestleMania, Double or Nothing, Money in the Bank, All Out, Full Gear. Mm-mm. Jeez. Um, we put back-to-back shows like we don't know. We already didn't know which one was better. Shit. Yeah. Um, let me just double check how the voting went because it was pretty much between two of them. However, there is one clear winner. So the winner of pay-per-view of the year by... Okay, it it started off close, but then it just went straight (laughs) to the winner. All out. Um, By eight votes. Like eight votes, okay. Very distinctive, if you will. So, yeah. I like that. It wasn't that close, but it was originally. Um, cannot cannot argue. Fucking loved all out. Every mm-hmm. single match, every single surprise. Just fuck. They they literally went all out. Oh yeah, damn good stuff. Um, we had the in ring return of CM Punk, and we had the debuts of Brian Danielson and Adam Cole in the same freaking segments. Just. I was mad. That was crazy. That was... How do you go from just those two huge debuts in the space of like a minute? Mm Mm-hmm. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Thoroughly deserved. Uh, AEW just been killing it all year on pay-per-views. And call me a mark if you want. I don't give no shits. Love it. Right, Mark. (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Okay, for Moses, the next one is Angle of the Year. Not the worst one, the best one. Here we go, I love it. So nominees for Angle of the Year are Adam Page's Redemption, Hangman Page, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch's Return and Heel Turn, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, CM Punk's Return to Wrestling, and Daniel Bryan's Road to WrestleMania. Yeah, all, all good, good stuff. Um, Darn good stuff, actually. Daniel, Daniel Bryan's road to WrestleMania pr- practically turned into a meme, where he that was literally added to every one-on-one showdown in history. 
I'm surprised he's not added to uh, day one. Everyone <laughs> else slipped in there. To it. Yeah. I'm surprised Brian da- da- Daniel Bryan didn't show up in No Way Home. Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm the other Spider-Man. Oh, son of a bitch, I knew it. And I still didn't see no Garfield the cat. I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> but. You're weird. <laughs> the winner of Angle of the Year. Um, I don't think it can be argued with again. It is, of course, CM Punk's return to wrestling. Oh. Yeah. Really? I was I, I personally voted for a Hangman's you know it, redemption. It was very close to Page's redemption. It was only a couple of votes between them, but actually those were the only two options that people voted for. It was between Punk <laughs> and Hangman. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I mean, everything else was great too. Bianca and Sasha had a great story going into WrestleMania. Um, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch, controversial as it was, had a great return, and she's just been doing everything under her power to be a heel ever since. But she's just too damn popular. That she is. Um, but yeah, um, n- nothing has made me feel the way CM Punk's return did in a long, long time. I can dig that. I just became a child again. Yeah, I, I, I want to say stuff about Spider-Man too, but I can't spoil it, can I? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yes, congratulations. CM Punk Return to Wrestling was pretty much the highlight of 2021, according to most of you. Thank you very much for voting. Now, the next one is my favorite award of the year. Well, one of them. <laughs> it is the very much coveted McMahon Award for Wanker of the Year. Love I it. think this could go to pretty much any of these. <laughs> the nominees right? are Bruce Pritchard, Charlotte Flair, Nick Khan, Vince McMahon, and someone I can't say. <laughs> Who's that? Drake, Drake Wartz. Oh, Drake Wartz. That, that guy. That was the NXT referee that got fired. Uh, <laughs> the, the anti-everything guy. Yeah. So let me him. run for office guy right after I get fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so previous winners of the McMahon Award in 2019, it was ACH, a.k.a. Jordan Miles. Mm. And last year, it was Joey Ryan, for very obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year, um, before I announced the, the award, it was... Definitely between two people, and I think pe- you can guess who they were. Yeah. Uh, it's separated by two votes. In second place is Mr. Vince McMahon himself. And the winner yeah, of this year's place. McMahon Award, he truly was a wanker of the year, Mr. Nick Khan, president of WWE, and responsible oh, yeah. for the budget cuts. Budgies. Budget cuts. Pieces me every time. Budgies. <laughs> we make two hundred plus million dollars, and we're hitting you with the budgie. Ah, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Sucks. Absolutely sucks. Nick Khan, you are indeed a wanker. I want to know, like, what goes down in these fucking shareholders meetings. Do these motherfuckers <laughs> not get it? Like, or they're, they're just that fucking greedy too? Just greedy. I don't get it. They're just like, they're like, hey, we made you, but you guys made two hundred thirty something thousand. Yeah, but well, here's the list of all the people we fired. That's twenty something people. Right. Yeah, but we made like two hundred something. That, but yeah, okay, whatever. As long as you're making money, <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <clears throat> and of course, in <clears throat> in honor of Nick Khan being the wanker of the year, I'm sure we're going to get struck by copyright for this, but fuck it, it's once a year. Right. My yeah. mother said that I never should play with the naughty, rude girls in the wood. Their giggling talk I could never understand, and that's why I fell in love with my right hand. And that's why I'm a wanker. I'm a wanker. And it does me good like it really well should. I'm a wanker. So there's that. <laughs> I love it. Okay. 
Uh, next award, brand of the year. Ah, uh, yes, brand of the year. This is a great one, highly talked about. You can only go one way. Nominees for brand of the year are AEW, Impact Wrestling, NXT, Ron SmackDown, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They're the only, well, they're literally the same nominees every year. Um, it's been pretty sure. Uh, well, it's been AEW for two years running, but technically last year was a tie with NXT. Mm-hmm. This year there is no tie. There is one absolutely crystal clear winner, <laughs> and it is AEW. AEW. Yeah, that's uh, not surprising to anybody, really, is it? No. Uh, unfortunately, Impact didn't get any votes, and unsurprisingly, WWE didn't get any votes. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get nothing. No, hell, hell. You deserve nothing. Hell of a year for AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we just need to get those ratings just back up. In due time, bro, in due time. Mm. Is, am I right in thinking the times changed uh, in your time zone for Dynamite? Um, what do you mean? Well, uh, so is it like an hour later than usual or earlier than usual? I don't think so. No, it normally comes. Well, that's it's, this is the upside about like television out here in the U.S. Um, certain TV, like say, like if you have like Direct TV, which is satellite. Um, you can actually get East Coast feed living mm-hmm. on the West Coast. So I, if technically, if I wanted to, I could watch Dynamite at 5 when it airs on the uh, on the East Coast. Yeah. But because, you know, we do the TSK or whatever, we just figure out whatever time. And most of the time we run it right at 5. But no, the time hasn't changed. It's, uh, it's whatever. It's the fucking goddamn time for Rampage that kills us. Yeah. Well, I mean, with we'll Dynamite, to wait I've, um, I've, I've seen people saying, like, well, the time... the doesn't really help for dynamite that's why the ratings have gone down but i'm like hasn't it always been that time it's always been that time i don't know what what's going on with I, I think the reason what's going on with um dynamite's numbers is just sports basketball is super popular that's hitting right now college basketball is happening you got you know you got the nfl you know there's a there's a lot going on in television world plus it's the holidays people are traveling it's the numbers drop this time of year. Let's see where it is come February. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. Next award is Match of the Year. Nominees are Okada versus Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania, Stamp- Stadium Stampede 2 at Double or Nothing, Lucha Bros versus The Young Bucks at All Out. And Danielson versus Omega at Grand Slam. Oh. Mm-hmm. People, how did you choose? Please tell me. I want to. I'm not even alive. I want to say I voted for like two different ones on this one. No, I, uh, <laughs> no, actually three. Void for all of them. All but the WrestleMania ones. <laughs> uh, so, no, I mean I, I did really really enjoy Bianca and Sasha. Um, I would. Honestly, night one kicked the shit out of night two at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> Agreed. So, okay. Um, it is between two AEW matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, second place is Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks. Oh. And in first place, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega at Grand Slam. Damn good shit. Damn, damn good shit. Literally such good shit. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So it, we talked about this before we started recording. It was a thirty-minute draw, not a six. Sorry, sixty-minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and people boo. They always boo time limit draws, even when they just like bust their ass off. Mm. Stop when booing. They just appreciate build stories. Yes, appreciate the story. Don't expect the results every time. God damn it. Uh, all right. Uh, what was last year's match of the year while I'm here? Uh, Stop being so fickle. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. A lot of people disagreed with this, but, I mean, this is what people voted for. Last year, it was AJ and The Undertaker at WrestleMania. 
oh, but that was so mm. much fun. It was fun. It was fun. And you know what, dude? Sometimes entertainment wins over technicalities, but not all the time. Yeah. Uh, 2019, it was Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano at TakeOver New York. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, they had a couple of thrillers, but yeah, absolutely no denying this year's. Um, it's yeah, a shame. Agree. It's a shame, really, that uh, Hangman and Brian came yes. so late in the year because I'm sure that would have been a contender. Oh, Definitely. big time! Whew. Okay, before we uh, continue with the awards, let's go to the TV Championship. You people voted for the Phoenix to challenge the Television Champion Moses Marquez. Mm-hmm. Again, that's <laughs> again. Like I said last week, leave my shit be. It's the never-ending feud. Yeah, you don't leave me alone. The only thing that changes is the championships. It's like Ric Flair and Sting. Yeah. Destined to fight No matter forever. what fucking decade, they're still wrestling. Doesn't matter what decade, doesn't matter what championship, it's Phoenix versus Moses. Okay, for the TV title, you have one minute of quickfire questions. Cool. So, challenger first, your time starts... Now, who holds the record for the longest WWE Championship reign? Uh, Bruno Sammartino. Yes. Who was known as the Mouth of the South? Or is Jimmy Hart. Yes. In what year did Kurt Angle win his Olympic gold medal? 1996. Yes. How many times did Rob Van Dam and Sabu win the ECW Tag Team Championships together? I don't know, two. Yes. Which WWE legend won the gimmick Battle Royal at WrestleMania 17? And Sheik. Yes. At which event did Sting make his WWE debut? Survivor Series 2014. Yeah. Which type of submission hold was a, has a variation named after Yoshiaki Fujiwara? Pass. Armbar. How many times has Becky Lynch won the SmackDown Women's Championship? Three. Four. Dylan Postel is the real name of which former WWE and Impact short-statured star? I'm probably going to kick myself for it, but I don't know. <laughs> Time is up, but it's Hornswoggle. Short, short-statured. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I'm going to kick myself for that now. <laughs> uh, but you got six. Not bad considering I'm still half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the score to beat is six. Congratulations, Phoenix, on a great score. Um, yeah, you, fucker. Usually I've seen like seven as the highest for a minute, so. And the audience is already See, upset. See, even that kid's crying. <laughs> See, this is bullshit. Mine's crying. She's not even born yet. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> okay. One minute on the clock for the television champion. This is the first title defense of the television title. Mm-hmm. And your one minute starts now. Which pay-per-view came between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania from 2000 to 2009? Survivor Series. No way out. Who was WWE champion for the entirety of 1985, 86, and 87? Hulk Hogan. Yes. Who ended Goldberg's undefeated WCW streak? Uh, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Uh, Mark Merrow was formerly married to which women's champion? Sable. Yes. What Jay Lethal is famous for parodying which WWE Hall of Famer? Ric Flair. Macho Man. Who was Katsuyori Shibata's opponent when he suffered his career-threatening injury? Okada. Yes. Sean Ricker is the real name of which current NXT and former Impact star? Uh, Cameron Grimes. LA Knight. Randy Orton, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, and Ted DiBiase Jr. were collectively known as what? Oh, like uh, Legacy. Yes. Who did Steve Austin defeat in the opening match of Buried Alive in Your House? Savio Vega. It was Triple H. Tell me we tied. Final score. Phoenix, six. Moses, five. 
just short on that final one. Which means Goddamn Jay Lethal. Uh, wait a minute. Is Phoenix now a Grand Slam champion? Grand Slam. Whoa. Yeah, because he won, he's won it all. Oh, shit. Congratulations, Phoenix. You are a Grand Slam champion. And technically the first Grand Slam champion because Mike was Grand Slam champion before we introduced the world title. So, mm -hmm. big night for Phoenix. Now, the next award wasn't up for a vote. It's the Lionheart Award, which was introduced last year uh, in honor of Robert Davis. Uh, it's the award that we pretty much give to someone that we feel is deserving of um, praise and appreciation. And um, a few people have come together to explain exactly why this year's recipient is so deserving. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Lionheart Award 2021. The Lionheart Award was created last year in honor of Robert Davis to celebrate his strength and resilience. From that day, it would be an annual tradition to recognize someone who has shown their own tenacity in ongoing struggles. The Lionheart Award is important to us because it's our way of saying you're not alone. We want the people to receive this award to know that they have support. They have friends. They have our respect. This year, we awarded to someone who's been part of the Mac Wrestling and RWT relationship from the very beginning. Someone who's always shown so much charisma and I know has the love of the entire TSK group. And here's just a few of them to explain just why this year's Lionheart Award recipient is so deserving. Lionheart. The embodiment of somebody who never backs down, who always is going to give an opinion. This man is exactly that, you know, despite everything, despite any gimmicks, you know, we can always count on him for anything and everything. You know, we can count on him to always be right. And if you don't get it, it's not exactly for you to get. There's no one else quite like him and there never ever will be. And that man, his name is De Niro, Yaddo. Hey, yo, congratulations, Triple OG, Teddy P, not Pendergrass, De Niro, on your Lionheart Award player, OGTSK for life. You deserve it, brother. Thanks for all you do. We appreciate you. What's going down, everybody? One half of the Captain Mo Show, one half of the Max Wrestling phenomenon, whatever you want to call it. But we're not here to talk about me today. We're here to honor the one and the only, the true villain that he is, Mr. Teddy P, or as the ones in the TSK may know him at times, as Theodore, <laughs> or heaven forbid, the flatbread zombie. Ted P. De Niro. What's there to say about him? You know, Teddy's one of the hardest working guys I've ever come across. Whether it be promos, whether it be contributing, whatnot. Thank you for being an awesome dad and an even better friend. Don't forget, you're one hell of a human being. Teddy is just an all-around great guy. Um, he's always there for people, and you know he, he's been through through a great deal. But he always tries his best to keep the best foot forward. Hi everyone, it's me, Nicola. <laughs> I am here to send a lot of love to a friend of mine, Teddy P. De Niro. You are one of the most talented people I have ever, ever known. You are the sweetest, kindest, loyal, happiest people I have ever had the pleasure of speaking to. Hey, Teddy. You know, the amazing thing about life is the people that are put into your life. And I am blessed to have you a part of my life. We all are. I think what's great about you is you have that charisma. You have that vibrancy. And you are an artist in your own right with your rap battles, your music overall, and the content that you create. It's absolutely wonderful. And I can't think of anyone better to deserve this award than you. Now, I know you've had a 
tough time this year. I know you've had a lot of hardships, heartbreaks, but I just want to let you know to trust the process because that process is going to lead you to do a lot of great things and are going to continue to see you make a lot of moments and create a lot of memories. Just here to praise Teddy. Thank you for all you've done for Max, all you've done for RWT, the TSK, and everything in between, brother. I've always had great interactions with him, and I consider Teddy a good friend. You have been there for me in many ways. You've been there for another person when in the darkness they gave you a name she called you her spawn but that's what you always be to that side to me you're a legend a walking legend you have beaten so many obstacles and you have still find the time even when you're low to check up on people to make sure they're okay and also, I admire you immensely because sometimes I haven't got a clue what when we're watching wrestling and I'm listening to you and Moses talk or whatever. You have taught me a lot of things that I did not know about wrestling and I love the fact that you do. Quick story. Uh, Teddy P and I, our first interaction with each other was actually a mistake. Uh, I had commented on something, something or another, and uh, Teddy P thought I was a completely different person, and he tore me a new one. We then, about 40 minutes into that conversation, realized I was not the person he thought I was. We've squashed it and been chill absolutely ever since. I can think of no one better to receive this award this year than Mr. Ted P. DeNero. Teddy, you're a great man. Somebody I, again, I'm very proud to consider a friend. And I wish you nothing but the absolute best going forward. You're an awesome, awesome person. And keep up with everything that you're doing. You are creative, talented. You are one of the most sweetest men there are. I just want to let you know, as someone who's had the absolute honor and pleasure and privilege to go against you in promo competitions and get to work with you, I love you. I love you to death. You're one of my dearest friends, and I just want you to know that you are appreciated. We all appreciate you. We all love you, and that you are one of the best people that I know. God bless. It's Teddy P. Congratulations on on winning the coveted Lionheart Award. Nobody has been more deserving than you this year, brother. So, again, congratulations. Well-deserved. Just keep going. And, again, congratulations. From the Nicola and the darkness, we love you, dude. There's a reason we sing Teddy is always right, because you always call it, always. And thanks to you, I've now eaten flatbread quite a few times. So, Teddy P, love you, dude. Too sweet. Congratulations. Wear this with honor. Wear this badge of honor with pride, as I almost dropped my goddamn phone while recording this. With that being said, from the TSK to your hearts, my, you the man, brother. Teddy P, I know it's been a rough year, and... It hasn't gone unnoticed, but I want you to know that we'll always have your back. So break out the flatbreads and celebrate because it's my distinct pleasure to bestow the Lionheart Award 2021 on Ted P. DeNero. Thank you, Teddy. Congratulations to Teddy P. Ted P. DeNero. Um, an original of the Max Wrestling RWT relationship. Been here since the very beginning. Oh, yeah. And, okay, on to the next award, uh, which you actually have voted for, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we come to the Max Wrestling side of things. The next award is Non-Title Promo Bout of the Year. That's right, Non-Title Promo Bout of the Year. The nominees are 
The Captain versus Daniel Crimmins. The Demoness versus the Kingpin at Promomania. Uh, <laughs> what's the fucking um? How is Michael Michael? What was it Michael Markin? Markin, that's yeah. right. Michael Markin versus uh, Travis <laughs> Anderson at the King of the Mic. Then you had the Jester versus the Kingpin featuring the Demoness at Promo Slam, and then just recently Robert Davis versus the Shape at Promo Series. Damn, I was in three out of five. Jesus, I know what a guy. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I can't say shit. Now, um, man, this one was freaking close. It just kept going back and two. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a tie, a freeway tie for second place. Uh oh. And it is between Michael Markin and Travis Anderson, the Captain and Daniel Crimmins, and the Jester and the Kingpin. However, the very clear winner of non-title promo bout of the year is from Promomania, the Demoness versus the Kingpin in the Dance of Death. Loved oh, it. Lo- I Killer stuff. I wasn't expecting them to go cinematic. I was just expecting like a promo exhibition, but they literally put this whole thing together where it, um, it appeared as though she broke into his house and cut his tongue out of his mouth. Glorious. Absolutely glorious, go- the goriest promo we've ever had. Great camera work. Yes. <clears throat> um, congratulations to the Demoness and the Kingpin. So, so deserved. The Kingpin is pretty much Mr. Promo Mania. He disappears for half the year and then he comes back at Promo Mania. He's the Undertaker of Max Wrestling. <laughs> that he really is, though. Okay, so we go from non title to promo title, and this obviously is going to be the last time we give out this award because there is no more promo championship so uh next award promo championship match of the year the nominees are chris durham versus the captain at Which podcast promo rumble technically was the world title but <laughs> moses marquez versus the phoenix at podcast promo rumble mm. phoenix versus the shape of promo mania moses marquez versus the phoenix again at uh, <laughs> trivia takeover <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then Moses Marquez versus Travis Anderson at Promo Slam. I, I think it's safe to say this was pretty safe for between me and Moses to get one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Captain and Durham was for the world title. Uh, Shape and Phoenix was for the promo and the world title in the cinematic showdown. That's right. Okay. In third place. Moses versus Travis at Promo Slam. Nice. In second place, Chris Durham versus the Captain for the world title at Promo Rumble. Mm-hmm. And the winner of Promo Title Match of the Year, thank you very much everybody for voting, is the Cinematic Showdown, The Shape versus The Phoenix. Um, do you know stuff. what? I'm. This isn't for just me and Phoenix. It, this is also a freeway award because it wouldn't have happened without Chad filming it. So, technically, you've got your first Maxi. Thank you. I'd like to thank everyone that supported me. Yeah, I want to thank the Academy. Right. Um, It was so much fun. Um, And I really look forward to doing another cinematic match like that. It's like we couldn't have done this without Chad filming. I gotta get the paper. Yeah, also, the behind the scenes video was fun. Fucking when hilarious. we're literally just driving around. It sparked an entire <laughs> series for crying out loud. <laughs> Which uh, will hopefully return soon. All we got to do is get some wheels. <laughs> <laughs> My- oh, like, that's the easy part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Um, we will go to our final championship match before announcing the last two awards, which is, of course, the World Championship it is Chad defending against Mike Larkin. Now, you got to decide what type of trivia it would be. Um, you chose three stages of knowledge over quickfire and full trivia mayhem. So, mm-hmm. let's find out who the world champion is going to be. Stage one is championship title sequence, which I don't think we've done for a long, long time. 
It used to always be the first round when we did weekly trivia. Yours is the WCW Championship. Mm. WCW. The wrestling. The wrestling from Georgia. Okay, now is it the WCW World Championship? So the actual W, not when WWE did it. Which no, no, not, not the World Heavyweight. The, the, the WCW. The WCW, <laughs> the wrestling. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you will have 20 seconds to tell me who comes next in the sequence. Okay. Your sequence is Diamond Dallas Page. David Arquette. Sorry, oh sorry, people. And Jeff Jarrett, who came next. All right, re- repeat <laughs> one more time so I don't start laughing. Uh, DDP, David Arquette, Jeff Jarrett. So, Diamond Dallas Page, David Arquette. David Arquette won the world title. Jeff Jarrett, and who comes after him, right? Yes, three, two, Rick one. It is Ric Flair. Woo! I had to remember that because you know what my mind went to. Remember the the the, the uh, what was it? The, there was a triple cage, right? Like ready to rumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then Ric Flair and I don't know who had it after Ric Flair because I remember Flair had it that brief period. I don't remember who had it after that. Uh, I can't think. I know Jarrett lost it to DDP and then DDP lost it to, to uh, David Arquette. Yeah, that, that's that's a very like ooh, yeah. That's all I remember, Desiree. I just remember the Triple Cage, Jeff, uh, David Arquette. Remember he just like Elvis? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, no, I, and then I just, I remember Ric Flair being in the mix. Then after that, it goes blank. Yeah, WCW is not um, my forte. Moses would probably be the best person to ask. Well, also, it's it's 2000 WCW. And I mean, after David Arquette, it kind of is a blur. Who wins the title? You know? Yeah. Um, have you played this one before? I don't think so. <laughs> the good news is it's a fairly recent championship, so it's NXT. Okay. So, uh, who comes next? And you'll have 20 seconds, by the way. Who comes next in this sequence of NXT champions? Seth Rollins, Big E, and Bo Dallas. Who's next? Neville. Straight in. It is Neville. I will accept Neville. It was Adrian Neville at that time, though. No. <laughs> Why is if you're just like, nah? <laughs> yeah, nah, you need to see Adrian. <laughs> if I was yeah, that, half a point. <laughs> if I was that pedantic. Stage two is bell to bell. So your matches belong to Brett Hitman Hart. Okay, hit me. All right. Um, 20 seconds to tell me which one lasted longest. We have... Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. And Bret versus Owen at SummerSlam 94 in a cage match. Which one lasted the longest? Okay. Jeez, repeat one more time, please. Bret versus Austin, WrestleMania 13. And Bret versus Owen, SummerSlam 94. Okay. So SummerSlam 94, I believe, what was that? The cage match, right? Yeah. Three, two... One. I'm going to say Brett and Owen. I have Brett to go Owen. with Brett and Owen because this was around the feud with WrestleMania 10 too, right? Yeah, this yes. was around WrestleMania 10. Yeah, I got to go Brett and Owen. Yes, correct. It was a 32-minute thriller. 32 minutes, 22 seconds. Brett versus Austin was 22 minutes, 5 seconds. Jesus, 10 minutes? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, we very rarely get a 10-minute difference in Pell to Pell. Well, well, you gotta. You also gotta understand. It's Brett friggin' Hart. Like he went like around that time. You know what I'm saying? But the submission match is more iconic. That all right? I'm gonna ask you because as I'm thinking about this, and this is getting into my brain, the Brett and Owen one. Everybody thinks of obviously WrestleMania 10. Does the cage match not get the love that it deserves? Because it was actually not a bad cage match. It's very underrated cage match. It is. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking that. But I'm like, you know what? It's Brett and Owen. And that was the payoff, was the cage. So, yeah. Yeah. I made the decision. Go ahead. Oh, God, that was that was also Undertaker and Undertaker on that show, man. Friggin' yeah, Leslie I, Nielsen. I like Undertaker versus Undertaker. <laughs> but the Leslie Nielsen made the made the thing, the search, man, the search. <laughs> I mean, I parodied the whole freaking thing. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. There was this big figure standing there. Oh, a fucking bakery. Guess who walked in? The Undertaker. 
The Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker just happened to walk into a pizzeria in character. Oh my god. Just 94 <laughs> WWE. <laughs> and then he's just randomly going down a slide outside of preschool. <laughs> god rest his soul. I love that man. And your two matches are Finn Balor matches. Okay. And 20 seconds to tell me which one lasted the longest. Match one, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam 2016 for the inaugural Universal Championship. And Finn Balor versus AJ Styles at TLC 2017. Which one lasted the longest? SummerSlam. You want to go with SummerSlam? Do you want me to stop the clock? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can tell you there was literally one minute and four seconds between the two matches. That's the thing when you do this, Dan. <laughs> it's basically just part luck. It's always so close. I'm going to okay. wait for like one that's going to be like, it's a seven-second difference. Like, oh, you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Balor versus Rollins at SummerSlam was 19 minutes, 24 seconds. Oh, I thought it was longer than that. Okay. The question is, was Balor and Styles one minute less or more? It was 18 minutes, 20 seconds. Another point. Very, very good. God for that. (laughs) Thank God for that. Stage three is five or die. I know that sounds a bit extreme, but still. Yeah. Your one minute begins... Now, SummerSlam 1994 took place in which famous wrestling city? Was it SummerSlam 94 again? Yeah. Oh, God. I think that one was... Oh, Jesus. Chicago. Yes. In what year did Shinsuke Nakamura win the IWGP heavyweight title for the first time? Uh, Past. 2003. From 2020 to 2021, what were Pat McAfee, Ridge Harland, Pete Dunne, Oni Logan, and Danny Burch collectively known as? Past. The kings of NXT. Prior to his WWE career, what ring name did Joey Abs share with a Marvel character? I don't know. Venom. Uh, Brianna Coda is the real name of which current NXT star? What was her name? Brianna Coda. Corjade. Yes, it is. Nine seconds remaining and all five answered with a score of two. One minute starts now. Who won the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble? Bianca Bella. Yes. Who was the first ever NXT UK champion? Tyler Bates. Yes. What was Roman Reigns' first singles title? WWE. Yes. In what year did Shane McMahon face The Undertaker at WrestleMania? 2017. 2016. Who was WWE's first ever Grand Slam champion? And you've got 25 Ooh. seconds to answer this one. Jeez. First ever Grand Slam. Oh my god. Um, I, I really... I thought you might know this because on Bold Millionaire you asked me a question about Grand Slam so I thought you researched it. <laughs> five five seconds. Rick Flair. It's Shawn Michaels. Rick Flair. I... I have no um, idea on that one. Do you know what? Ric Flair is not far off, though, because he has won WWE Intercontinental and Tag Team. Never US, though. Yeah. Or Europeans. Or none of that. Did he not win US in WCW? Yeah, but I think they yeah. count it differently. They shouldn't do, because that would make <gasps> Ric Flair a Grand Slam champion. Well, then, just no WWE, then. Yeah. <laughs> Which means, still, Chad. Max Ross cool. world champion, Chad Malcolm, and I believe he's now going to freaking break the record for longest reign ah congratulations chad you got me by one again so all right we'll go for the uh, world title on next round or any that's cool <laughs> i had no idea that joey abs's name was venom and i knew japan's not my thing so that's okay uh, yeah so actually tomorrow um chad breaks the record with 129 days as world champion congratulations chad i'm just happy he beat phoenix's record because phoenix beat mine so there you go all right so i'll go so i still got the world title and the tv 
title to go for. So I'm still in the game. So that's a plus. Still in the game, yeah. All right, the final part of the show is the final two awards, and they are quite simply the female and the male of the year. So up first, uh, let's go with the female of the year. All right, female of the year nominees. Bianca Belair, Deanna Perrazzo, Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, and Sasha Banks. Mm, stiff competition. Oh, for sure. Um... Oh. Um, in second place, Ruby Soho came close, mm-hmm. uh, and she has had a good run in AEW since signing. Well, I mean, yeah, it's only been like four months, even yeah. maybe. Exactly, and she was still uh, almost became female of the year. So expect big things for Ruby next year. Um, however. I don't think we can argue with the winner. The winner of Female of the Year is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Britt Baker's badass. Yeah. Um, I'm very surprised, actually, that Deanna didn't really come close because she has just killed it in impact all year long. Um, She really has, though, quietly. There's literally no competition for her. That's why they had to get her to drop the title to... A veteran. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, I mean, we're going to see Mickey James and Deanna in a rematch anyway, but, um, again, Britt Baker herself has just dominated all year, too. Took the wall by a storm. Yeah. Kicked, uh, kicked MJ off the pillar, as CM Punk would say. Uh, the female of the year was pretty debated the last two years. It was Asuka last year. Uh, before that, it was Tessa Blanchard, which was very much debated. Um, but I don't think anybody can argue with Britt Baker this year. I mean, she's replaced MJF as the four pillars. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, when you kick MJ off a pillar, man, you're in there. Okay, final award of 2021. It is, of course, the male of the year. The male of the year. The nominees are Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. Waiting for that, thank you. Um, B Dry, also known as Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Okada, <clears throat> Kenny Omega, or the big dog, the tribal chief, the needle. What's he called? The needle mover? The needle, yeah, he's got a new t shirt too. The, the needle mover, yeah. Roman Reigns. That's a dumb name. The I'm head sorry. Of the table. <laughs> the needle it was mover, definitely eh? between two people. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, in joint third place, Omega and Adam Cole. Nice. There's, there's not enough love for uh, New Japan in the Maxis. No, that's okay, though. But Okada's had a great year, too. Um, Quietly as well. Oh, man, in second place, and I think if he had left the WWE sooner and had mm-hmm. all these bangers all year long, he probably would have been a stronger contender. Um, actually, I'm going to debate this one, actually, because I disagree with it, but we'll come to that in a second. The winner of Male of the Year is Roman Reigns. Um, I see, now, I am the first one to jump on your debate thing here, but yeah. I'm I'm also with you. Roman, and now, and again, we, we, we if you fucking listen to this show, you have you know exactly how I feel about this fucking product. But Roman's been fucking killing it, dude. Absolutely. All year long. Mm-hmm. Like, he really has on a level where even, like, a fucking AEW guy like me has taken notice, you know? I'm not a fan of what he does. I, I don't... I really am not a big thing of the... Just, like... I, I liked it until Brock showed up. Let me go with that. Um, I, I, I had to get used to the Paul Heyman thing, but once I got used to it, everything was fine, and it just kind of was like, all right, here we go, and... You know, I, I would always say, like, you know, um, The Rock's got to be the guy that beat him or whatever. But none of that meant I didn't like what was going on. Uh, but it, I'm, I'm, it's like 16 matches, dude, for B-Dry. It's yeah. like if he was – I'm with you, though. If he was – if he had showed up in March, mm-hmm. hands down he won. Hands down. Hell, if he won – if he fucking showed up in July, hands down he wins. But he showed up at the fucking, like, end of October – yeah, I mean, so it's... Roman's gimmick absolutely has been 
great. Um, mm -hmm. And if, if Brian Danielson wasn't in this category, Roman Reigns would clearly deserve to win. However, in terms of matches, like the gimmick is better than the matches when it comes to Roman. B Dry has had better matches in the last three, four months than Roman's had all year. That's fucking absolutely true. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, I mean, as far as gimmick goes, I'll agree. Um, Roman can have male of the year this year. It is definitely, you could definitely put it as a 1A, 1B kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's been a WWE guy for the last three. I really need to update 2017 and 2018 because I haven't kept records of those awards. I've just got 19, 20, and this year. But, um, uh, Adam Cole won it in 2019, and last year it was Drew McIntyre. Yeah. So we, we need to break the streak next year. It needs to be an Impact guy or a New Japan guy or an AW guy. You know what? I'm surprised Hangman wasn't on this because, I mean, like, Hangman well, probably could have won. He, was he on Break Crew? No, he wasn't. Yeah, um, uh, no, he wasn't. No. Was he in moments? Um, what was he on? Angle? He was on Angle, yeah. Mm. I believe he was on Breakthrough last year, which Pat McAfee won. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but another great Maxis. Thank you very much to everybody for voting. Um, there we go. Now, uh, on to 2022. As we announced last week on Max Wrestling, we kick off 2022 on January 6th with an all-new video era. Of Max Wrestling, the show will be in video mode for the foreseeable future. Get him on VHS. <laughs> Fucking A right, retro rewind. Let's go, Betamax. <laughs> there you go. You can rewind. Oh, we'll get... None of this record player stuff anymore. Tape cassettes, nah. VHS. We'll, we'll get there those we uh, VHS players off Del Boy that only play on the <laughs> Continental <laughs> Circuit. <laughs> Um, so that's coming January 6th, um, and at the end of January, um, let me just double check the date, which is January 27th, it is Podcast Promo Rumble 7, our next special event, and so far, there is one match confirmed, it is a promo exhibition, as The Shape goes one-on-one -on -one with the returning Cypher. Oh, let's go. Uh, and of course, the... Knowledge, Television, and World Championships will be on the line. And the Predictions Championship will be on the line for the Royal Rumble. And um, I believe I announced this last week too. Anybody that becomes a new Predictions Champion on day one will uh, be immune from Wrestle Kingdom. Which we're only doing day, day one for because day two is a little bit of TBDs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make sure you get your predictions in for day one and you will be safe from Wrestle Kingdom all the way through to the Royal Rumble. Nice. So, that is it for the Maxis. And all you pencil neck geeks, listen up. This is what Moses Marquez has for you this week. That's right. Short and sweet. I got the uh, Chargers, uh, uh, Chargers Thursday night game against the Chiefs. That uh, review drops this afternoon. Fair warning, as I will put a fair warning on that one. Be a lot of profanity. You thought I'd fucking cuss on this show? <laughs> when my team does what they do on Thursday, you're going to hear some stuff, but you're going to hear both sides of it. So just that one's going to be kind of a, a little bit of a passionate one that I'm going to drop. I can't wait for it, actually. I actually have a shit ton of notes sitting in front of me. But uh, other than that, um, the Beginner's Guide to Wrestle Kingdom is going to be dropping in two weeks' time. It's going to give you guys an entire week to listen to it leading up into the first day. Of Wrestle Kingdom, and then you know, of course, we got our predictions and the whole shebang. So, keep a lookout for that. All right. Oh, and uh, again, congrats, Teddy P. You the motherfucking man. Yes, you absolutely is a lion heart, Mike. Who you been talking to? Yeah, um, I don't know to be honest with you. Because it's almost <laughs> Christmas. Just go to Stephen. We don't work over Christmas. I don't know. I don't work on Christmas. Go to stephenmikeshow.com. <laughs> go to laundryfc.com and check out my YouTube, Mike Larkin, and subscribe for everything from LFC on the mic with Mike and more. That's all I'll say right now on SM Show 1 and MCL 92 on the Twitter machine. All right. 
Oh, and check out LFC Network on Roku, where you can check out the LFC podcast, the more LFC contact. I'm on Roku, goddammit. Yeah, uh, especially go check out uh, Booty Camp 3D. Yep, ring announcing, baby. It's a fun time, and I'll hopefully look more to do more than uh, 2022, so it's going to be sweet. Yeah. And for co-presenting the Maxis Awards with us, he is Chad Malcolm, the lawyer. The lawyer. The lawyer. No, no, thanks for having me. It's been, <clears throat> been fun. I'm looking forward to see what 2022 has for us all. Um, it's going to be interesting, seeing your beautiful faces each and every week. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Well, I don't know so much about that. I right now. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just warning you, people. I'm getting a HD camera. I'd say I got a booger in my eye right now. <laughs> you get a HD camera and you're having a child, so you can have no sleep. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. No sleep till Brooklyn. I've already got bags on demand. I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep already. I don't sleep. It's all right. To be fair, I sleep more now than I used to because I used to watch Raw live every week and SmackDown live every week. The only show I watch live ah, now is Dynamite and pay-per-views. <clears throat> um, Perfect. I've got no choice to watch Dynamite live because we record the very next morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, follow us on social media at the Captain 512 and at Pardonet. You can follow us on social media at Max Wrestling UK, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our website, as always, is MaxWrestling.net. With that said, we will see you in the new year. Hope you had a good Christmas. I forgot we didn't even mention this for the whole episode. Hope you had a good Christmas yesterday. That's right, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and we will see you in the new year. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Goddamn Phoenix is like the motherfucking Grinch around here. <laughs> the Phoenix you stole Christmas. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs>